Good afternoon. It is September 10th. And on today's episode, you're going to hear a really inspiring, educational, inspirational conversation that I had with Megan Aris. Megan has been a movement instructor for the past 15 years. She is so incredibly intelligent, educated, experienced. She is co-founder of The Hub Life. She offers incredible ways to work with her. Uh, If you follow along on my own personal Instagram, you will have seen that I was raving about my one-to-one experience that I had with her back in July. Meg is just fantastic. To know her is to love her. She's so sweet. I think everyone who is in connection with Meg just knows that she has this like special little spark about her. And I know that you'll feel that when you hear this conversation. So enjoy today's episode. Also reminder that the doors are open for Millionaire Mindset. This is our second time running this program. We had such great success in the early summer that we're doing it again. If you want to uh, join up, we've got two options available. You can put your full payment down or we've got a payment plan option for you. You just have to head to mylinepurpose.com. You'll see the banner at the top to join us. We took so many women through this experience in June and the impact was absolutely incredible. It was phenomenal, really. And we would love for you to join us. So if you've been on the fence about actually changing your money mindset, your money story, how to build your own personal wealth, how to invest, if you've never invested before, we take you through many different ways to invest in the stock market, to invest in real estate, to invest in your own business. Uh, It's quite abundant, the opportunities and the content that we provide, and we would love to have you. So I will link the link to that in the show notes. And for now, go dive into this 40-minute episode that Meg and I got to record together. It is really inspiring. Thanks for listening. Welcome to My Aligned Purpose, the podcast. I am your host, Nicole McClellan. I'm a mindset expert and NLP business coach. Together with my business partner, Kayla Pilecki, we founded My Aligned Purpose, which is a coaching and educational training company for women entrepreneurs. I am so obsessed with learning and teaching everything to do with mindset, manifestation, entrepreneurship, and money. My past experiences as a high school teacher, yoga and mindfulness instructor, world traveler, starting and retiring a nonprofit organization, as well as writing a best-selling book, Ethel Led Me Here, on the MAP podcast. I have always been told that I have this really special way of blending science and spirituality when it comes to mastering the deep connection between our bodies and our minds. My goal on this podcast is to show you the limitless possibilities that await you in your business and your life. I aim to inspire, educate, and have really juicy conversations with other women entrepreneurs to inspire you to live life on your terms. Tune into this podcast for your weekly personal development. You will feel well-equipped with strategies, inspiration, tools, and magic to go about living your best day. Because after all, how we spend our days is how we live our lives. So are you ready to master your mindset and get rich in the process? Thanks for tuning in. Hi, 
Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of My Aligned Purpose, the podcast. This is your host, Nicole McClellan, and I'm so excited today because I get to chat with a new friend that I made this year, and she's become such an incredible person in my life. And if you're following along on my Instagram, you know that I've had this like big old raving story series about my um interaction with her in person a few weeks ago and we'll get a bit more into that but today I have the incredible Meg Aris on the episode and I've come to know Meg in the last year as she's come into our My Aligned Purpose community and I've been so grateful to be a part of her community uh, with the Hub Life and her Pilates offerings and so many other gifts that she has and I can't wait for you to hear all about Meg, her her teachings, her experiences, and just how she sees the world through her lens. So welcome, Meg. Thanks, Nicole. I'm so grateful to be here and spending time with you and sharing some space together. Yeah, so. it's going to be <laughs> such a great afternoon just catching up and having some like really important conversations that I know Meg, lots of the people who listen in will take a lot of value away from. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Nicole. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about that too. Um, You know, I come as a background as an embodied movement educator and health coach. And uh, I think I've seen a lot of uh, transformations of myself through over the years of um, what actually holds true and, and what stands up in the long term. And I'm mm-hmm. just excited to talk about that. Mm, okay, so why don't we get right into it, Meg? Can you share with us as much as you feel like you'd like to share about who you are? Like, who is Meg? What do you get up to? What is fulfilling to you? And what's a little bit of a background story that has led you to the work that you do today? Okay, awesome. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I'm an embodied movement educator, which for some people, they might be like, what is that? What does that mean exactly? (laughs) And uh, I think, you know, I've given myself some broad strokes there because I come from a background as a Pilates teacher and yoga teacher, but I've also done a lot of um, other movement education and research around Uh, somatic therapy and trauma training and uh, so just giving myself some bigger strokes here for allowing um, a more encompassing title for what I do. Uh, I've been teaching for oh it's over 16 years now. Um, (laughs) I feel like I started like a baby. (laughs) (laughs) I was really young coming into this work um, which you know is part of my story is is why I came to become a movement teacher and educator. Uh, You know, I was um, a dancer as a young child and all the way up until I was a teenager. And, uh, and then I got really sick, I got knocked out with an autoimmune disease and wasn't able to perform anymore. So it just Mm -hmm. caused a complete reroute for me in how movement showed up in my life. And I was really, really blessed to have um, a, a curious mother who took me into a yoga space to start to move my body in a different kind of way that was more gentle. And so as a teenager, I actually started on this journey, on this path, not knowing that it would then become my profession much further down the line. Um, mm. So yeah, I guess it was you know in my early 20s when I uh, started taking my movement practice more seriously as a 
career option. It was something that I'd always had in my life, but um, it became very evident to me that this was going to be the way to, uh, to communicate who I am in the world and to support other people. So, um, yeah, I love <laughs> that. Of that. I'm, I'm definitely like a little um, West Coast island girl. I'm, a, a, you know, very friendly in the forest, you could say. I'm most happy <laughs> when I've got my feet and hands in the earth and, and a uh, little dirt on my face. <laughs> Um, and so when you when I'm not teaching when I'm not in the studio I'm usually outside and you've got a whole slew of pups and chickens and um, animals that keep you company correct I sure do I have two wonderful rescue animals Um, they are wild creatures they really are when I see them with other dogs I'm like oh my gosh how did I end up with these two and uh, and I've got four chickens and I've got a couple of beehives and a great big garden that I love to tend to and um, yeah and then my sweetheart (laughs) Oh, that's so, I love it. It's so beautiful. I love that you are like you, you are walking your walk and you're so integrated into these practices that you believe so wholeheartedly and offering to others and you live them yourself. And I think, and maybe this is my, me projecting, but I think it's not common um, to be immersed into the movement and the practices that you were as a teenager. Yeah, I think so as well. And particularly for um, the age group that I'm in, like I feel like nowadays it's more common for younger kids to to be involved in yoga and Pilates and stuff like that. Like it's not it's not so uncommon, but you know, um, 25 years ago that was a little bit unusual like if people didn't necessarily have that on their radar it wasn't like there was a yoga studio on every corner it was definitely you had to research and and seek it out a little bit more so Mm -hmm. you know let's say I say like kudos to my mom for for being brave and trying something new and kind of coaching me in that direction yeah absolutely and Mm -hmm. so Meg I heard you say that it was um, an autoimmune disease that really was like the catapult of this switch in your life. And do you still experience living with your autoimmune disease? And how has your own practices, if so, supported you? Yeah, this is a good question. So um, I was diagnosed with rheumatoid disease when I was 15. And it's not something that really goes away. It's like, Uh, it's like a dance partner in my Mm -hmm. body and it's almost like my own internal uh, thermostat for how I am uh, self-regulating and so it waxes and wanes depending on my level of self-care honestly Um, so definitely it is still very much present in my life and I, I manage it both organically and with the support of um, Western medicine. Mm. Uh, so oh, it, it's, a, it's a bit of a dance all the time. And um, I, I actually, I've come to a place in my life where I can actually call it a gift. Um, I think years ago I couldn't and it, it's definitely been uh, a painful place in my life to, um, you know, as a movement person to be, mm-hmm. 
uh, in a body that has movement limitations. Right. Um, those two things really bump up against each other. But again, it's like, that's the place where I have to uh, find acceptance and start to dig deeper. Like what is underneath this? How can I thrive within this world of um, sometimes complete discomfort? And, and then other times it's like, I get to just have my cape out and I'm flying. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and so I know that this is at the forefront of um, like what you care about and why you've created the programs um, and offerings that you have. And, you know, when we talk about nervous system restoration, I think this is a really nice segue into you have come together uh, with Rachel Mark and you two have created this amazing offering called recalibrate and I'd love if you talk to us a little bit about that and why it's different than you know some other movement or mindset sort of practices that might be out there a hundred percent I'm gonna give you a little background story first because okay it's kind of funny actually I would so love this that is, um, <laughs> uh, this is about six years ago uh, I had been in two car accidents back to back and oh uh, it had caused a, yeah, they were minor. They were little rear enders, but um, where I was at in my, in my body is that I had been kind of battling like a really low grade kind of flare up of my autoimmune disease. And with the accidents kind of one after the other, it just sent me into this wild tailspin Um and I was really struggling to get myself out of it. And I was trying absolutely everything under the sun, all, um, you know, different kinds of modalities of treatments and health and like, you name it, I was going there <laughs> no matter how weird. Anyhow, I went to go um, visit a friend in Vancouver and she suggested that I go see a practitioner of somatic experiencing. And um, mm. for those of you that don't know about somatic experiencing, this is uh, a type of therapy that works through your body and your body's processes to help bring the nervous system into regulation. I didn't know a lot about it when I went into it. I only knew that my friend was like, this is the way, this is the path, you got to give this a try. I'm like, okay, I'll go, I'll go see this guy. And um, so I went to go see this man, his name is Seth Lyon, and he's in Vancouver, as I said. And uh, he's just an absolute teddy bear of a man, just delightful. And I get there and I think, okay, he's great. This is great. And he has me just sort of like put my feet on the ground and look around the room and take some breaths. And, you know, and that was about it for the session. And oh. it was fairly costly. <laughs> and I walked out of there and uh, I walked out of the session and I was like, well, that was lovely. And I didn't learn anything. I didn't learn anything that I don't already know. Um, I, I was like, I need an earthquake right now to change my body. I need like a massive shift to get back into alignment. And mm. about a week later, I went for a hike with a friend and I was kind of like decompressing this session with her. And, uh, and while we were talking, it kind of came up like, oh, wait a minute. I 
think he's actually onto something. I can't handle an earthquake in my body. I can barely handle like uh, the fire alarm going off without my skin, (laughs) my body jumping out, you know? And Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) so I started thinking about it and I was like, oh, wow. No, he knew exactly what he was doing. He was just trying to give me these very simple, tangible tools to get me to um, acclimatize to my environment as opposed to into my internal self because what was going on inside of me was not trustworthy. And I needed to actually regulate in my external surroundings to become Mm. aware of my of my surroundings and to try to bring myself back to a state of calm through that because I had become unsafe in my nervous system. Anyway, after that, I was like, oh my goodness, this guy is freaking genius. <laughs> <laughs> so I kept going back to see him. I went to see him many times and then um, started working with his wife, Irene Mine, who's a really uh, well-known um woman who works in uh, nervous system health and uh, I've done several courses with her and um, this is kind of what led me down the path of nervous system regulation and starting to actually understand the role that that played in my autoimmune disease and how that integrated with movement and um, uh, and basically with therapy as well and that that dance between those two places of being embodied and also present and aware to my own story mm. and so through that awareness this, is key yeah yeah absolutely it's like that is is the first starting point actually is just to um, turn the light on you know, yeah. to what's going on for you and ultimately what what the, um, these two offered me was really basic education around what was happening to me on a physiological level and why. And as I began to understand that, it gave me tools and power over my own experience to be in choice around what was happening. And it started to have really big shifts on my life of how am I going to, um, how am I going to set myself up in my life? What kind of things am I going to include? What am I going to exclude? Um, you know, what am I a yes for? What am I a no for? I know this is language that you use uh, as well. And um, really understanding that from a gut level, like yeah. what does my body want right now? And how am I listening to it? Or how mm. am I shutting it down? So this is kind of what has led me down a, a big rabbit hole of education for myself. Um, so over the last six years, I've been continually taking deep dives in this kind of Uh, conversation um, and gaining more and more resources and tools and so when Rachel and I teamed up during COVID lockdown to offer um, restorative yoga to our community it became rapidly uh, aware to us that our students really needed more they really needed to understand why they were suffering and struggling Mm -hmm. and how they might better support themselves. And we had tools and resources to be able to do that. Uh, so we put our brains together. <laughs> As uh, Rachel Mark and I like to say, we, we really just share one brain. Like you our, do. Our giant brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and uh, and we developed a course called Recalibrate, which is a six week nervous system regulation course that encompasses um, uh, education primarily around what is the nervous system, how does it work, and how can we best support our own nervous system health. Um, and then we also include movement uh, tools and pieces of education for very again, really simple, tangible practices that we can bring into our daily life to help uh, bring ourselves into a state of regulation or back to a state of regulation when we've come out of that, mm -hmm. um, as well as reflective um, tools through journaling, uh, et cetera. So I'm just kind of um, moments of pause to examine some choices that we've made or choices that we would like to make. And then the biggest part about the course that we have found most effective is, is the community that we create together. Mm -hmm. So and we have these uh, connections in the Zoom room. It's, we, we do it online so that it offers an opportunity for people from all over to come and be together. Um, and it's been remarkable. I think, you know, when we started the course, we had no idea, no idea what uh, an impact it was going to have. We knew it was important, but the feedback we got really humbled us. And uh, Meg, how many times have you two uh, ran this course now? Just twice. Oh, okay. And so you've got the third one coming up. That's right. Yeah, it's starting mid-October, October 18th, and it'll run for six weeks from then. So it's um it's it's pretty remarkable I think place to to start this journey from, um you know if it's a new conversation or if you're curious or if you are struggling with an autoimmune disease and you're not getting better it, we're not negating anything that uh, people are already doing for self support it's just like layers of information to give yeah, you additional more tools. totally mm. if you could um you know, I'm not asking you to go like, look at reviews right now, or like pull up <laughs> messages from people. But you know, if you could sort of summarize uh, a review that you and Rachel have been given about what recalibrate has done for somebody like, is there something that stands out in your mind of like, oh, wow, we, we were able to help somebody in this way? Mm -hmm. um, a lot of students said, well, some of the words that were so profound, I was like, wow, this is incredible, but that this course changed my life. Mm. Um, that's and, that's and a five-star review. <laughs> uh, it really is. And, you know, I think I was kind of flabbergasted, like, whoa. And I know that, I do know that, that this information is life-changing and it's also really simple. Um, and so I think what, what the biggest reviews or the biggest takeaways were participants was um, having tools and knowing what tools to use when mm. uh, within their life's construct to be able to uh, navigate stress better, to navigate their relationships better. Um, a lot of parents were surprised at how much it impacted their relationship with their children and with oh, their amazing. spouses. Yeah. Yeah, that they suddenly realized like some of the things that they could do differently to help support their children um, and to give them tools to help work with themselves too. It was a lot, a lot of that actually. Um, 
some people realize that it's it's not too late to change. Hmm. Yeah, it's never ever too late to decide today's the day that maybe I'll try something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And so, you know, Meg, I've had the privilege and like deepest gratitude to be able to be inside of your community and to be a part of Recalibrate and to have in-person Pilates with you. So this is for anyone who's listening. This is what I was talking about at the beginning. I went to an in-person Pilates session with Meg probably a month ago now. (laughs) And I went home and I was like, everybody I know needs to know about this. It was incredible. And like I had shared with you, I've had multiple yoga teacher trainings Mm -hmm. and I work with a massage therapist, a chiropractor, acupuncturist, uh, like you name it. I like, I love to do the preventative work. I don't, I don't go to these people because I have issues. I go so that I don't get issues. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) But one of the big things that I've always felt is uh, a lot of lower back pain and, and the way that uh, that deep curvature of my spine, I thought naturally took and that's just the shape of my body and it can't be changed. And then I went and had this in-person session with you and I remember it was like, okay, draw the ribs in, curve the back here. Keep, okay, keep the ribs in. Okay, keep curving the back down. And it was like, reteaching my body over and over and over again the cues of like these little shifts so that Mm -hmm. ultimately I can feel better and Mm -hmm. um yeah so I want to say thank you that that was phenomenal and then practicing and being a part of your community with you online has been amazing and you know one of the things that I've shared and I know other people who have moved with you as well have shared is you have such a gift when it comes to teaching movement that feels good. It doesn't necessarily mean movement that has to look good. You know, it's not like being in a class and, you know, a teacher tells you to look in a mirror. Well, I would, I don't like to go to yoga classes with mirrors, but, <laughs> you know, look at yourself in the mirror and make sure your posture is okay and so on and so forth. You get us into movements that feel so good. Mm. Oh, Nicole, this is the best compliment. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. (laughs) Well, you're welcome. And like, let's talk about that. Why is that? Why is the way you offer movement um, important to you? And then therefore is felt so differently um, to the people that get to practice with you? Hmm. Okay, let's um, let's unpack that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, let's unpack well, that a bit. Yeah, so I mean, as I mentioned, I have a background in Pilates, and Pilates is a system of movement to bring the body into its most efficient state, ultimately. So it's looking at the alignment of our bones and um, the tension and the pull on the joints. And over years, um, of practicing this, I think for me personally, I have fine-tuned my eye to be able to see um, when there's misalignment, but also to understand the energy that's going on within the person uh, as well, so that when they are practicing a movement, um, they can start to identify for themselves what feels good, as opposed to being told what feels good. 
So it becomes, again, more about choice. Um, And Pilates is kind of a funny practice. Like, uh, (laughs) I love it to pieces, but it definitely has this um, potential for micromanaging someone else's body Mm -hmm. um, because it's so detail-oriented. And I think that's where some... um, sometimes Pilates can go wrong is when it is micromanaging someone else's body rather than giving very uh, specific tools to someone else to help them uh, bring themselves into alignment. So um, I think why, why is it different with me? I've given up a lot of the rules. I know the rules and so I break them, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's like, for me, I always want to know what does that feel like? Does that feel good to you? If it doesn't, let's change what would feel good. Um, and and kind of having this education in, um, that in the movement background to be able to predict what will likely feel good for someone. And I'm wrong sometimes, but you know, a good 90% of the time, I would say my, my educated guess is on par. And so I can help someone to um, fine tune their, their own skills to be able to come into better alignment for themselves and then walk out the door with those skills. Mm. Okay. That is such a great, um, yeah, such a great insight to, how you see it and, and, and then yes, how you deliver it. I think that, yeah, it, it, you just have this way of like describing the movements in a way that feels so accessible and like, Oh, I didn't know that that was there or that was tight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is I guess helpful. For me, like I want people to feel empowered when they finish a class with me or a lesson with me I want them to feel like they have found new strength within themselves um, and maybe that they've walked away with a little gem of information that they didn't have about themselves before and sometimes Mm -hmm. that's something big and profound and sometimes it's something super super subtle Um, but I would say my goal within each lesson is to be able to give those those gems to my students and and to be able to have that reciprocation with them. It's about collaboration. I never want to be um, saying this is how you should move your body. Mm -hmm. I think that autonomy is so important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, Meg, in hearing this, I think it's such a great point in the conversation to discuss that you actually are co-facilitating a restorative yoga teacher training. So people can come and not only feel the movements uh, with you, but, but learn how to be somebody that can facilitate that. So do you want to talk a little bit about your restorative yoga teacher training that you have coming up on October 2nd? Yeah, totally. And I'm just going to backtrack for a second. So it's not necessarily a teacher training. It is a training and it's designed to be accessible for anyone who wants to learn this information. So you don't have to be a yoga teacher or a movement teacher to take this course. It's really Mm, for, again, self-embetterment, but also to be able to learn these tools, to be able to share them with the people that are important to you in your life. And if you are a teacher, awesome. There's room for that too. We definitely have those tools coming in as well, but um, 
yeah, just that it's for anyone who wants to learn more about restorative yoga and go on a deep dive around what that is. So there would be a little bit of crossover with recalibrate information around nervous system regulation. Restorative yoga is really about the down regulation of our nervous system or um, non-sleep deep rest practice. So a place where we can be kind of in limbo um, rather than being unconscious like in sleep, we can be conscious to our restful positions of our body. Uh, so throughout the, the four um, days that the, the course is running, we'll be going over all of the restorative yoga postures, the really classic restorative yoga postures, as well as some more modern takes on those. Um, we'll be discussing nervous system health, as I mentioned, and, and some of the layers of um, why do we practice these poses? What, practice, what poses are good for what opportunities? How does this practice um, integrate with other movement modalities? How is mm. it a standalone practice? Yeah, I'm really excited about doing this. I, I've taught this course many, many times, but not for many years now. So coming at it again with this new information that I've gained over um, the last few years and coming in with Rachel as my team partner to just go in there and get really real about rest. I think rest is like so overlooked in our present day society. And it's like, wow, oh, if we can just take oh, such a short amount of time is needed to be able to just take a moment, get ourselves organized, get our paws in and be able to move forward again, with awareness, but it's that taking the pause to build the awareness. And so restorative yoga is really designed for deep rest, taking pause and learning how to support our body to unravel bound tension as particular um, joints and areas of our body that we tend to hold the most amount of tension in. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it sounds so good. And I'm curious to know, um, because we've got people that are, you know, listening from all over, is this training in in-person one or is it digital? At the moment, we are currently working hard to make it an in-person training for the restorative yoga. It lends so well to having um, held space together. So we are just working out the kinks to see if we can make that happen. And of course, um, depending on the, the present state of the COVID um, protocols will be following those uh, and that will determine what's going to happen. But at the moment, we're moving forward in the in-person direction. So oh, October. That's, that's exciting yeah. for everybody that has been, um, you know, just craving in-person community and learning and touch. It's all oh, that's so nice. Absolutely. And this practice is just, it lends so well to healing touch. So um, to be able to offer that in a really mindful way, I just, I'm, I'm hoping fingers are crossed that it all comes together and um, yeah. <laughs> mm. Okay. Well, everybody listening can put their energy towards that for you as well. And we're, yes, we're more please. powerful in numbers. <laughs> Absolutely. Meg, you know, I always like to ask everyone, you know, what is your purpose? And then how do you know 
when you're in alignment with your purpose. And I like to say, what do you believe is your purpose in this season of life? Because I think, you know, if I had have asked 17 year old Meg, what she thought her purpose was, and then 25 year old Meg and so on and so forth, I'm sure you're what you perceive to be your purpose in life has evolved as you've evolved. So with that, with where you're at, at, at in this moment in life, what do you believe is your purpose right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my purpose right now is to help guide others to feel empowered to take control of their own health and wellness through movement and mindfulness and um, nervous system education. Mm-hmm. That's very clear. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I didn't even have it written down. It just came straight out. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you know exactly what it is. And so yeah. how do you know when you are in alignment with that purpose? Because I'm sure you have days like the rest of us where you wake up and you think, oh, who am I? Or do I want to do this? Or whatever it might be. But how do you know when you're in alignment with your purpose? Mm-hmm. For me, it comes out as creativity um, and clarity. Uh, So being able to speak clearly and share information easily, um, creativity in creating next steps of how do we work together more, what's the next piece, what's the next layer, and then also um, when I'm in alignment, I am curious, and so I am uh, in research mode and and trying to um, build my own portfolio, if you will, uh, or roster of information so that I can show up um, even bigger. Mm, okay. I love that. <laughs> so you're, you're clear on your purpose, you know, when you're in alignment with it. So when we see that Meg is head down research mode, but also in your creative zone, mm-hmm. it, things are in flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think also the other piece to that is that when I'm in alignment, um, my relationship with other people flows really well. And I tend to um, draw people towards me. And um, again, it becomes that community and holding space for others. I I really thrive in that environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you become the magnet. (laughs) (laughs) So Meg, why don't you tell everybody, um, you know, how... If, if you've got a big magnet on you and you're drawing in the people who need to be drawn towards you, what do you have coming up and where can people find you? Yeah, perfect. So what is coming up uh, most readily is starting in September, um, the week of September 20th, all of the Hub Life pre-registered courses are starting that week. So they are live now to be able to go on and register at the Hub Life um, .ca. And uh, we have several different courses that I'm really excited. I'm teaching some Pilates classes. I'm teaching some movement inquiry classes. Rachel and I are teaming up with um, a, a radiant lift and a radiant strength. So she'll be doing a weightlifting uh, beginners class and I'll be doing more of a Pilates beginner class. So we've kind of t- team them together. Uh, I think that's going to be really exciting. Um, So that's what is on the radar next. Um, And then if anyone is looking to work individually with me, they can do so through my own website, meganaris.com. Beautiful. Okay, so I'll make sure that everyone who's listening, um, I link everything in the show notes. So they'll have access to 
your website, um, The Hub Life, which is another uh, venture that you have uh, with Rachel Mark. And that I'll link some of the upcoming um, events that you have going on as well so that people can get into that restorative um, training and that they can be a part of Recalibrate. Highly recommend uh, checking out Recalibrate. And if not for you, if you feel like it's you can't get it into this season of life right now, um, then it's a great gift to offer um, to somebody else. We all know people that could really use a a slowing down, a checking in and uh, a like-minded community to do so. So I want to say thank you, Meg, for everything that you offer and all of your gifts. And, you know, most especially for being here today and chatting with me and, and letting everyone who's listening know who you are and how they can get a little bit closer to you. Amazing. Thank you so much, Nicole, for having me here and sharing so openly with me. I'm just, I'm delighted to be a part of your community and I'm totally lit up by everything that uh, you guys are doing at My Aligned Purpose and it's so nice to share space. Mm, Thanks, Meg. Thank you for being here. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and uh, look forward to hearing any takeaways that you've had today from listening to Meg Aris and Uh, If you relate to anything that she said or connected at all to her, I'll make sure that I drop her social handle so that you can reach out to her and let her know the impact that this episode has had on you.